0: Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. We got a great podcast for you for this November 3rd, 2022. Should the Big Island be included in your Hawaii vacation? We're going to talk about the Big Island again today as we get through the big show. This is a different kind of podcast. It's a podcast that is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody who knows nothing about booking a Hawaii vacation. We're your hosts, we're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel, we're in Hawaii, we're Hawaii's experts, we've been doing this for 22 years, this is our 16th year of podcasting, so if you call us, you're going to be in good hands. There's a lot of stuff out there about Hawaii, it's, you know, it's kind of like a maze to get through. There's information overload, we can cut to the chase, save you a lot of time, and get you on the track of booking your Hawaii vacation. We have agents standing by right now, so if you just give us a call right now. You just, you just talk to somebody or you can start emailing. However you want to communicate, we'll make it happen and get you here to Hawaii because it is beautiful here. The weather has been great. It's actually a great time to come here Uh, Around this time of year, it's usually our shoulder season. But you know, obviously, I've not been very consistent lately with the podcast. If you're kind of a chronic listener or you listen often, you usually usually hear from me at least once a week. But lately, we have been busy, and I personally have been very busy. We had a huge group come into Waikiki, uh, the Logitech group actually, and they were there for. 10 days actually had to actually be in Waikiki for 10 days. So it was the first time I was actually like living in Waikiki, if you will. You know, I was going back and forth between, you know, my house here on the east side and going to Waikiki. But you know what happened? I got COVID. I got COVID in Waikiki. I know maybe it's not the greatest thing to be talking about. But, you know, it gave me a real wake-up call. I've gone through this whole time without having COVID. I am triple boosted. I'm going to go get my final booster, you know, now, of course. I had planned on getting it even, you know, before the, before I got COVID. But sure enough, you know, after my time in Waikiki, I got home, and it was a Sunday, and I was feeling really, really I, I, awful, just awful. I mean, I had temperature and... Uh, yelling said, Hey, you know, maybe you should just test, you know, I just didn't think I had it. You know, I think everybody gets kind of in denial. Everybody has like a different way that they take this when they get COVID or if they get COVID, but but, you know, so I took the test and boom, you know, if you ever took one of these tests, these home tests, they have like a T and a C in it. And I've taken the test a couple of times and been negative. And, you know, you just, you don't, you don't see anything or it goes right to a C, but man, I dropped my solution into that little thing and uh, it, it went straight to t and c i mean it was solid so i knew i had it and i immediately called the doctor and they put me on Paxlovid uh, or whatever that stuff is and i recovered very quickly with minor symptoms it it wasn't fun But uh, also Yelling got it and Yelling still has it right now. Um, She's going to test again, but she's had very little symptoms. So uh, the good news is that if you're vaccinated and you have a good doctor that you can get on that medication, you know, it's not nearly as deadly, but it freaked me out. It freaked me out to the point now where I am wearing masks, you know, everywhere I go indoors, just as a precaution. It just, I'm just doing it. I, you know, I don't want to get it again. You know, it's just, it's nothing fun to be having. So keep that in mind. You know, I've done shows here about people getting COVID in Waikiki and going home. In fact, I think I did. I even mentioned a couple of podcasts back that it was a thing that people think they get COVID when they come here and take it back to them. And I even mentioned that about the Japanese last time. So I don't really want to get into talking about COVID because, you know, obviously we're in a different place with regard to it. But let's get to talking a little bit about some news. It's all related to the Big Island. And that's why I wanted to talk about the Big Island today. The first thing is that, I don't know if you guys remember, if you've ever been to Hawaii or the big island in the past, there was a place called the Cone of... Oh, just just to let you know. So this is why I've been inconsistent with the podcast, also because we're making major headway on our new website, and it's just a little more difficult for me to upload the podcast in the same way we did it before. We don't use like these pod serve podcast services we do everything organic we do it ourselves so when i upload a podcast or i do a podcast i'm not using one of these third-party services i'm actually taking the podcast editing the podcast uploading it myself creating the xml feed and all that stuff ourselves because we have so many podcasts and it's just um it's, it, probably now if we started today we could probably use a third-party service because bandwidth isn't what it used to be it is a problem but we have so many of them we've done this way so long it's just such a hassle to try and take you know hundreds of podcasts Real, literally we have probably 800 podcasts but only 300 or so are available and move those over to a new site anyway enough of that but anyway i just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the big island so if you remember there was a place called the kona village now a lot of people when they come to hawaii they want to stay in like a hut, you know, or they want to be like in Tahiti over the water, you know, in some kind of earth or something. And, you know, we never had anything like that. And the closest thing to it was the Kona village where they had separate hollies and we, we've stayed in them. This was a wonderful property because they were separate hollies with, you know, hutch roofs, uh, if that's what you call them, you know, like the straw roofs and, you know, very, uh, Kind of old school Hawaii, if you will. Well, it turns out they are. They have been rebuilding it for quite a while. And they say it's going to open up in 2023. 2023 Rosewood Resorts are going to be running it. And it's the first brand's property in Hawaii. And they're going to be doing this, they say, July 2023. I want to go so bad to this. Um, It's going to draw inspiration from the original Kona Village, which gives you a true, a very authentic Hawaiian experience. And it's going to be designed by Greg Warner of uh, Warner Architects. That's a San Francisco-based firm, but they have a lot of connections here in Hawaii. They're going to have that shipwreck bar. I don't know if you remember that, but they had a beautiful buffet at that shipwreck bar in the morning. It was just great. It was kind of an all-inclusive type of experience because everything was included in it. And it was the closest thing to an actual all-inclusive resort that I can ever remember being in Hawaii. So hopefully this will answer that issue for people and we can start booking this as a all-inclusive offer. All right, let's talk about that. The other thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, if believe it or not, people ask me, can I, can I get pot when I'm in Hawaii? Can I get weed? And you, you have to have a license to, you know, a, a medical marijuana license to get pot here. I think you can use, I'm, I'm not sure about this, but I think you can use your pot license from another state here now, but it isn't just like, you, you know, walk into the store like you do in California and get pot. So they, I've been talking about legalizing it, but somebody asked me about that, and I wanted to just let anybody else that might be interested to know that we it, it's not happening yet. But the state is saying they could generate fifty million dollars a year. That's a lot of money, and you know if if they can if they can legalize pot, and of course the dispensaries are saying that they could generate even more money if that happens. So we'll see about that. Um, also, uh, the Hilton Hawaii Village there, you know, they want to build another tower a gigantic tower, another 515-room tower right there where uh, the corner of where the Hilton Hawaiian Village is now on Alawai, on Wai Alawai Boulevard on that corner there. There's a piece of property that they're knocking down where the Benihana's was, and there's a couple of restaurants there. They're knocking it down. They're going to build this gigantic tower, and it's in the permitting process. I, I My guess is they're not going to have any problem getting a permit in that particular location. It's kind of like a concrete corridor. If you've ever been to Waikiki, that section there is just, it's really got a lot of high-rises. I mean, I've seen it go through a transformation like, it almost reminds me of Miami Beach, that particular corner. Because it's just like a concrete jungle there. It's where the Ilakai is and those hotels are. So we'll be looking for that skyscraper to be hitting the... Hitting up there. Okay, now a little bit of news on uh, the Big Island because we're going to talk about that next. Um, Mauna, Mauna Loa is you're talking about erupting. Now, Mauna Loa is different than Kilauea. There's five volcanoes over there. But Mauna Loa is one that hasn't erupted in a while. So Mauna Loa is north of Kilauea Volcano. That's the one you hear a lot about right now, which is kind kind of erupting in the summit and it was well-known for that 2018 eruption. I don't know if you remember that. It it destroyed 700 homes, it was all over the news. it uh, sent lava rivers spreading across the whole island into the ocean, it was amazing. And lava erupting from Mauna Loa generally doesn't flow into residential areas. So if you look at it on the map, it's sort of in the center. And so when it erupts, I guess the biggest thing that the biggest problem that it can happen is it can wipe out that uh, Daniel Illinois road that kind of connects Hilo and Kona together. If you know what I'm talking about, that's like the quickest way to get across, and it's only erupted 33 times since 1843, and it last uh, erupted in 1984 when it flowed down the eastern flank, and it stopped just about four miles from Hilo. uh, uh, which which really scared the hell out of people back then. So we'll be watching it. Uh, I guess the, the folks at the uh, Volcanoes National uh, Park are looking at it because there's been a tremendous amount of earthquakes. So when they see these many earthquakes, they think that it might be erupting. They don't know for sure. Nobody knows what Pele is going to do, right? So they're thinking that maybe it will erupt uh, very soon. We don't know. Uh, but uh, if it does, it would be very cool, I think. I'd be definitely wanting to get over there. And that's one of the reasons why I want to talk about the Big Island today because so many people, I've gotten several calls this week alone about the Big Island. And I'll talk about it in a moment, but I just wanted to also mention about, the manta rays over there on the big island it looks like the state is going to be cracking down on how many people can get out there and do the manta ray dive so if you're thinking about doing this keep this in mind and we're going to keep an eye on it too but the they're really putting in some serious restrictions vessels would be subject to a two hour long shift in each zone boats would only be allowed to carry no more than 60 passengers within a 24 hour period a guide to customer ratio they're putting in there. So there has to be one guide for eight people. Um, They define the, they're actually, because there's been no regulations out there. And if you've ever been out there, are there are a lot of boats that are out there, um, you know, trying to see the, the manta rays. Um, specific permits are going to be um, put in place. You can only view between 4 p.m. and 4 a.m. So that means they're probably going to be, I don't know if they've really been doing that really early in the morning, but I guess they're going to be staggering the viewing. So you'll like you you'll have a 1 o'clock in the morning start to see the manta rays. I wonder what that would be like. Um, safety requirements uh, they're going to be going after. No fishing in the zones during the manta ray viewing hours. And you're going to have to display a big M, I guess, for manta ray. On The vessels and strict penalties are going to be in the way if you don't comply. So that's big news on manta rays. And we're going to be watching that because we do a lot. I highly recommend manta rays whenever I talk about going to Big Island. It's like my, one of my must-dos. So let's talk a little bit about the Big Island. I know some of you want to go there. One of the first things that I get on the phone or when I'm talking to people via email or when they're asking me about Hawaii and I ask them what they want to do they always say i want to see volcanoes i want to see waterfalls but what they don't understand and what they're seeing is a lot of stuff on the internet about probably kilauea at this point which is erupting and i and and i don't know there's just this mental thing the psychological thing that happens you know that folks want to see a volcano and they want to see the volcanoes and then that always has to prompt a little bit of a kind of a primer for folks about The volcanoes and the fact that really, when you think about Hawaii, the the entire island chain is made up of remnants of volcanoes. So we have a lot of dormant volcanoes, and there's really the only active volcanoes are on the Big Island. So we get into an explanation about that, and then we get into a whole whole conversation about where the volcano is how to get to the volcano and whether or not it even makes sense to put that into your vacation plans so if you're thinking about the the big island you're probably struggling with these kinds of questions so i'm going to get into a little bit about it because uh many visitors to the big island staying in a couple stay in a couple of different places they can either stay on the Hilo side or the um, Kona side on the Hilo side is where the, the volcano is. So what I want to do is just break the island up a little bit, talk a little bit about it, because I'm already kind of over my normal time for doing it. <laughs> I had so much to talk about, but let's talk about it. Uh, first of all, there's the Kona side. Uh, and by the way, there are two major airports uh, on the big island, Kona and Hilo. And it really depends on what your itinerary is going to end up being on which airport to fly in on. But I can tell you it has happened many times where people say I'm going to the Big Island and they really want to stay in Kona but they're flying into Hilo, they got some kind of great deal and they're flying into Hilo which is, uh, you know, anywhere from 2 to 4 hours away from Kona where they're staying and they're it just gets confusing. So just make sure you're going to pick the right airport. Of course, we're going to help you with that. There's lots to do on the Kona side. The Kona side, I would say, is a little more touristy. There's a, a little more a li- little more to do over there. Um, it's, it, it makes it kind of easy place to stay because there's things to do near there. There's the coffee farms. There's lots of uh, lots of activities. There's mark you know the markets there and there's little stretches of beaches, but not a lot. It's not known for its beaches. And it's just a nice place to visit. Um, I think probably um, on the con- you know on the negative side, it's far from it's far from the Hilo side of the island if you want to do that. You know that the volcano, as we mentioned before, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. But then there's a little bit north of Kona. Then there's the Waikoloa area. This is where you're going to find it's a little more quiet and secluded. The beaches are nicer there. There's going to be more restaurants. Uh, uh, there's going to be more resorts there. Uh, it's more expensive to be over there in Waikoloa. It is a little more luxurious, and there are some nice, somewhat semi- somewhat private beaches. You know, like where the Mauna Kea Hotel is or the Mauna Loa Hotel. Or, or where the Fairmont Orchid is, all that stretch uh, there. There's some man-made beaches and some beautiful natural beaches there, and it's beautiful in Waikoloa. So, and there's a lot nearby. Keep in mind that if you're going to be on the Big Island, you're going to be doing a lot of driving. Um, it isn't much for nightlife at all. Uh, the, you know, you're pretty much stuck in that area, that quadrant. Um, but it is beautiful, and if you got a car, you really can get anywhere. And then on the other side of the island is the Hilo side. It's it's a lot different. It's you know, it's more uh, old school. You know, the town there is very small. Um there's lots of bed and breakfast and smaller um, smaller airbnbs you know it's a lot of airbnbs on the big island too by the way and we get you know we do have condos we can do all that stuff for you so don't rule us out if you're thinking about doing that because we do have a lot of connections over there for houses and for condos over there on the big island that i mean if you're gonna if you're stuck and you have to do airbnbs i think Big Island is the is probably the, the the most popular place because there's just so many of them. There's really no. It's kind of like the Wild Wild West. You may not get exactly what you think there, but it's certainly it's certainly uh, got got more uh, you know more inventory for that kind of stuff. But uh, you know what's great about Hilo is you know they got the farmers markets there's on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Or they did the last time I checked. There's lots of local farmers there. There's some great little restaurants and pukas there's the puka uh, puka puka Cafe is there, several others, um, and there's a lot of history there. There's the Discovery Center. There's, of course, easier access to Volcano National Forest. So if you're really a history person and you're not as concerned about accommodations, then I would just stay in Hilo. There's a couple of really good properties there. The Double Tree is great, and the Nani Loa is great. Um, so those are good that would be a great place to stay they're nice properties and you know what you've got the whole Hamakua coast there so when you think about the big island it has at least 10 of the 13 climates in the world and so you can experience all of that actually on the Hilo side I'm just surprised that they haven't built some nicer resorts on that side it seems to me like you know at Hilo Bay they should just not I know that they have a lot of like restrictions, building code problems there, but even a low rise, beautiful resort right on that area, I think would make sense. I, you know, I could just tell people, go to Hilo. You're not going to have any problem with the hotels there and you'd be fine, you know? So, you know, that's just a little bit of something. It really becomes a question of whether or not it makes sense for you to do the big Island. And I think that if, if you're adventurous and you do have that kind of ability to move around I don't know that it's going to be great for little little toddlers you know because you're going to have to do these long drives and I don't know that they can be patient enough and there's a lot of history and stuff so if you did want to go to the big island with the, the smaller ones I would say stay on the Kona side or probably Waikoloa side you know for that but it really gets down to whether or not this makes sense for you and your family. And uh, that's the kind of granular information that we get into when we talk about it. We can do private tours. You can do tours on your own. You know, there's there's so many things to do on the Big Island, but it is really big. That's my, That's what I always say about the Big Island when people call me. The Big Island is really big. So hopefully this is just kind of a little kind of get you started idea on the big island and the, you know, the quadrants, the three quadrants, you know, just to recap, you know, you've got Kona, which is more on the south side, then Waikoloa more towards the center on the, on the west side of the island, and then you've got Hilo. Um, which is on the opposite side and that's where your volcano is. Of course there's lots of other towns in between here. I'm not going to get into every little town and you want to go to places like Jave Wicoloa, and Waikoloa and some of these other places on the big island. and there's so many places to go and that's why we're here to help you and guide you through this process. Make sure you tick off everything on your list, including those manta rays, right ziplining, you know, stargazing, all that stuff you want to do on the big island. So hopefully that helps you out. Um, I'm going to try to get out here, you know, again, as quickly as possible. As soon as we get, it looks like it'd be probably towards the middle of November where we get towards a better schedule here on the podcast. So um, I would love to hear from you. Please reach out to me, bruce at hawaii com or support at hawaii-aloha.com. Don't forget to, uh, you know, our sister site, Secret Hawaii Tours, where we can take you out privately with a local right here in the islands. Um, we're on Oahu and Kauai. And, of course, don't forget to check out our blog, hosted by Jamie Wimpenny. does a great job. And be looking for our new website, which is coming out. Oh, gosh, it's very soon here. I can't wait to see it. It's, it's a big process. Anyway, I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a great October and had a wonderful Halloween. And you're getting ready for this. Signals the holiday season, right? As soon as that as soon as October hits, you know, the the Christmas trees come out, you know, and people start like going into holiday mode. I think that's going to be happening soon. So hopefully you're getting in the holiday spirit and you're thinking about your plans for Hawaii. All right. That's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo.